You are now listening to Cultural Survival's Global News Bulletin. After more than 23 years of struggle to recover their invaded lands and 20 years of litigation, the population of Mezcala, a community on the shores of Lake Chapala, Mexico, will occupy, through an executive sentence, the lands that belong to them to build their community and educational space for the children and youth of Mezcala. In 1999, businessman Guillermo Morena Ibarra manipulated the laws of the state of Mexico with the support of state officials to invade 10 hectares of communal land, which he duplicated years later. The invasion led to a land restitution lawsuit petitioned by the community members since the year 2002. In 2021, the last judgment was given, which determined that the invader Guillermo Morena Ibarra should return the lands to the indigenous community of Mezcala. Guatemala is hosting the third continental summit of indigenous women of Abya Yala. The event will take place in the city from October 9 to 12 with the aim of deepening the continental articulation of the peoples, the construction of multinational policies, the political participation of women, and their position regarding social protest. According to the organizers, the event is a self-convocation that hopes to bring together some 500 women leaders, both local and international. In news from Southeast Asia, for many young activists and human rights defenders in Southeast Asia, online censorship, digital surveillance and harassment have become a daily occurrence. Speaking up online often comes with digital as well as physical threats, human rights experts say. While the internet has created another platform for activists, it has also opened up an additional avenue for them to be attacked. Physical attacks and arrests are already commonplace. There were 29 environmental activists killed in the Philippines in 2020, 8 human rights defenders killed in Myanmar in 2021, and last month, 4 pro-democracy activists were executed. Indigenous peoples are one other group who are being attacked more both online and offline. Of the activists killed in 2020, over a third were indigenous peoples. Donors are increasingly funding indigenous communities, but a study says only a fraction of the money is reaching biodiversity frontlines. In a report released in September by the Rainforest Foundation of Norway, or RFN, and Rights and Resources Initiative, or RRI, just 17% of the $2.7 billion that donors invested in these issues between 2011 and 2020 went toward initiatives that named indigenous peoples' organizations specifically. As part of the 2022 Taipei Indigenous Peoples Culture Festival celebrations, Fabulous Taipei was held on September 17th in the square at Wanshan Flower Expo. The event featured activities such as culture experiences, booths with indigenous cuisine and indigenous handcrafts, as well as 8 hours of exciting performances by 20 groups bringing the citizens of Taipei a festive night of celebration for indigenous culture. Indigenous groups from Taipei, tribal colleges, university indigenous clubs and art were invited to share music and dance performances unique to indigenous culture. Well-known indigenous celebrities were also invited to share in the festivities of the night of indigenous peoples. Taipei Indigenous Peoples Culture Festival, Indigenous Choir kicked off the night and Indigenous celebrities like Rochelle Liang and Dai Ai Ling also gave fantastic performances. The first Indigenous Latin rap band as well as hip-hop and rock and roll band Focus 
also demonstrated how indigenous culture can be incorporated into multiple music genres, pushing the festivities of the cultural festive to an ultimate climax. The National Human Rights Commission recently directed the Chittagong Hill Track Affairs Secretary and Bandaban Deputy Commissioner to ensure that the fire victims of the unions of Bandaban's Lama Upazila are not arrested in any way. Based on the complaint of the Kapaying Foundation, a rights organization for indigenous peoples, full-time member and president of Bench 2 of the NHDRC, Dr. Kamal Uden Ahmed, issued the order on September 20th. According to the order, a group of perpetrators associated with the Lama Industries Limited cut and set fire to 350 acres of cultivable land of Tripura and Ro communities at Langkom, Karbaipara, Joychandra, Tripura, Karbai, Karbaripara, and Rangan Karbaripara of Lama Sarai Union. They also destroyed the community's source of drinking water with fire compelling people of the three unions to survive on forest herbs. The NHRC termed it a gross violation of human rights and directed the Disaster Management Secretary to ensure food, water and necessary assistance, including the reconstruction of houses for the affected families. Moving to Africa now, in Kenya, lawyers for Maasai herders who say the Tanzanian government is trying to violently evict them from their ancestral land to make way for a luxury game reserve have lodged an appeal against the court ruling that dismissed their case. The government says the land is within the park and should therefore be given over solely to conservation purposes rather than being disrupted by human activity. But the herders say the land has been rightfully theirs for generations and accuse the authorities of wanting to use it to create a luxury game reserve run by a UAE-owned company. Lastly, in South Africa, in Dwarangbai, on the west coast of South Africa, 150 women held an event to protest the threat that offshore exploration for oil, gas, minerals and even diamonds poses to their livelihoods and marine ecosystems. South Africa's territorial waters have recently become a target for offshore prospecting. Local fisherfolk have officially rejected a request from diamond mining company Transatlantic. That is all for this edition of Cultural Survival's Global News Bulletin. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.